Hey everybody, this is Justin, and I'm here with my wonderful wife, Tanisha, and you are listening to the Focus On Me podcast. Hey, did we say Happy New Year at all this year? I forget. Yeah, we said Happy New Year already. Well, I'm going to say Happy New Year to like, (laughs) (laughs) to St. Patrick's Day because the way everybody was waiting for 2020 to be done, I just need to keep remembering (laughs) that it's a new year. So, all right. Welcome. Well, today we are going to start the first part of a two-part. Maybe more. Maybe more. But at least, at the very least, a two-part. And we are going to talk about the word that most people growing up used to almost call it a cuss word. And you'd almost get get, uh, told off and put on punishment for saying it. Told off, man. (laughs) Yeah, when you was little? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, we got told for saying, like, liar. Yeah, but when you use that that famous word, sex. Well, it's funny because I'm thinking about the TLC song. Uh, Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. That was TLC. It sure was. Who was it? That wasn't. Who was it? Look it up. I can't remember. I'm gonna look it up. You keep talking. You keep looking. It's not TLC. I promise. Okay, look it up. You keep talking, and I'm gonna look it up. (laughs) This is what our life is like. Googling things to see who is right. Let's bet. Let's bet something. Bet me. Okay, we're going to bet what? But you want to bet? We're going to bet something. It don't uh, matter. Bet me. Because I, I know it was. Because I know who it wasn't. I can tell you who it was, but I know who it wasn't. Who was it? Salt and Pepper. That's what I meant. <laughs> that's not TLC. They chase waterfalls. You're right. I, I actually did mean Salt and Pepper. But it's fine. You didn't. What do you want? I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll work that out after after mm-hmm. after this. I don't know. No, you didn't go on record. <laughs> we listen, listen. No, it doesn't matter. I, 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 I have. I got one on. I got one right now. Um, I'll give you half a one. I won't go right to one. Just give me. It's one. It it's okay. Just accept the one. No, it's just half. Because you didn't tell me who it was. You I knew me. who it wasn't. That's right, all that mattered. Because you said you knew who it was. Okay, but anyway, <laughs> so when you said we we're gonna talk about sex, I yes. was like, oh, it made me think about that song. Yeah, I remember that though. Yeah, that's funny though. Um, yes, yeah, we're gonna talk about sex. Um, so one of the things I, I feel like this is the episode that everybody's been waiting for us to talk about. <laughs> Why is that? Um, probably just because it's a it's a podcast about relationships and marriage, and we really haven't talked about sex outside of um, the physical touch love language. We talked about it a little bit, but yeah, not much, but. Um, yeah, so in this episode, we're essentially starting the conversation around how you learn about sex or how the world, the acculturation of sex, how, you know, it shapes your perspective on sex, physical intimacy, relationship, marriage, etc. Right? Mm-hmm. All right, where do you want to start? So I think I think the first thing I'm going to start is because it was it's probably one one of the main things I think uh, growing up um, as a child and then like growing as, as I got not to adulthood but like I would say like mid teenager mm-hmm. that that little that teenage era area or era um, I think sex was always something that was hush hush about mm-hmm. you never really talked about it truth be told I can honestly say I never ever remember having what they would call the quote-unquote talk mm-hmm. or that birds and the bees. Mm-hmm. I, I, I honestly never had that actual conversation. I think I probably asked questions to my brothers, mm-hmm. my brother, and um, 
might have gotten answers from him, and that's about it. I've ne- I can honestly say I never remember having that conversation with my parents at all, um, and I know that in a church setting, it was you never really had real conversation about it, whether good, bad, good, bad, or indifferent. Well, good, bad, or indifferent. It, it just was no sex. That was, that was about it. No sex. No sex. No sex. That was about it. <laughs> Why you gotta imitate the voice? Because that's, that's what it really was. Now that was it was like that until you know, and even like even growing up, I remember like being taught in like you know in a church setting, being taught that you know kissing was 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 a sin, you know. So it kind of was a confusion, like you know, younger because of course you know you're young, you know you want to you want to kiss your little girlfriend or something. So it was kind of like well. All right, well, that's I can't do that. And then if you did it, it was you know back in those days it was oh, you know you're gonna go to hell if you kiss if you kiss a girl. So Dang. you know it was it was serious. I mean they used to try to send us hell for shorts. So that's what I was, yeah, <laughs> so, we have to go down the rabbit right, hole. The rabbit hole. So, but but no, but I I, I I know I've shared this story with you before, um, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna curb it a little bit. Um, but you know having you know I think the the epiphany moment for me. Uh, as far as uh, being a teenager and knowing that it, it couldn't have been as bad as they were telling us it was, was when I remember talking to a, a minister, a pastor at that time, um, about having a conversation about, you know, you know, about kissing. And, you know, they mentioned to me that sometimes women need to need need, need to get some. But they don't need to get it from, from, from you. And I was like, really? That was really like a mixed message? Because it was like, you're telling me that they need it, but you're telling me I'm not the one to do it. So that so that tells me it's not as bad as, it can't be as bad as you're saying it is. And it can't be as secretive. Like It was almost like a cult, like a secret society of, you know, this is what happens when the lights go out and nobody knows what's happening. So so let's, let's back up. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard you say about what your experience was. And I want to say, I also never had a conversation with either one of my parents about yeah. sex. That's so crazy. To me, the birds and the bees conversation was a TV. TV. Thing, right? Yes. Like, I would hear them talk about, oh, yeah, you got to have to talk or the birds and the bees talk. But it was never a lived experience. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know that any of, like, when I kind of just, I can't say I've asked everyone of them. But a lot of my friends, even conversations we've had through the years, I can't really ever think of anyone ever telling me that their parents sat them down and talked to them about sex. Right. It was usually after the fact. So Uh, either after they got pregnant or Mm -hmm. after they they got got caught caught doing something. (laughs) Right, they got caught. It was never like a proactive thing. So, you know, that boy, girls and the boys. Birds and the bees. Birds and the bees. There we go. That birds and the bees thing to me just really felt like a thing that they did on TV. Uh, I remember yeah. like the first time ever hearing, and we ain't gonna go into who, but it was actually in reference to one of your cousins. Um, the first time I ever heard my mom even make a reference that was somewhat sexual in nature, I remember looking at her like, oh my God, did you just say that? Because <laughs> it was like, how would someone, you know, end up in that situation like they must have been hard up and I remember thinking like oh my god did she just say that you know I remember being 19 asking one of my big sisters like hey 
And I got some questions for you about sex. Like, there was never something that I would have, one, felt comfortable talking to my parents about. Not so much because they wouldn't have. I don't know. It's just something that was not an open communication in our family, you know. Why do I you think, think that's in the black community? It's not. Yeah, I was gonna say, why family. do you think in the black community sex is not a conversation that? And I mean, and clearly we're still here. Right. We keep populating. Right. People keep having babies, <laughs> so we're doing it. Like our our race hasn't died out. So why do you think it is that in the black community or in any community, but it, particularly the black community, that we just don't talk about sex? It's so crazy because I don't. I think it wasn't until at this moment while we're talking, literally, that this thought just dropped in my head about this. But what just dropped in my head is probably one of the reasons why it's not something that's that's just a common conversation. I mean, I know it's not going to be everyday conversation, but not a conversation that you have with your child or hasn't been in our community in the past probably goes way back before them mm-hmm. to thinking about slave time mm-hmm. and how... Sex was usually equated to rape you a lot of times back then mm-hmm. because of the masters and the things that they were doing and emasculating people. Mm-hmm. So I think, that it, and even like if you fast forward to the times, and I think, I know you would, you would know exactly what I'm talking about when I talk about this, when, when, when things would happen where either somebody was raped and they got pregnant or they just got pregnant, they would disappear and you wouldn't see them for a while and then all of a sudden... You know, they pop up and, you know, somebody's got a new sister. Like on Bridgerton. Right, right. You know, mm-hmm. somebody has a new sister all of a sudden. And you're they like, oh, sent what? away. Right, they got sent away and all of a sudden there's another child. But you, no one know where, nobody knows where they went, you know. And it was kind of like hush, hush, under the rug. No one, it was just like a whole big secret. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think a lot of it has to do with, with, with I would say lineage, I guess you would kind of say. Mm-hmm. And background trauma, for lack of a better term. Yeah, I really think that it's it's a problem that needs to be solved and addressed mm-hmm. in in particularly communities of color and in faith communities. But I'm sure it's not those aren't the only two places because uh like I said, we keep having babies and people still keep being born. So people are doing the right. thing, but they're not talking about it. Um you know, I can remember growing up in the 80s like watching Nick at Night so it'd be like episodes of like I Love Lucy or Bewitched or, or different things and they would literally on TV be sleeping in separate beds right right, right. they couldn't even show things um, they couldn't show women wearing certain things they wouldn't mm-hmm. show a man and a woman being in the bed together right. and just you know the different things right but it, it, it's such an interesting So as I'm thinking about, I'm really thinking to your point about, uh, you know, slavery and whatnot, but thinking even about the impact of white supremacy, Mm -hmm. the impact of white supremacy, Eurocentrism in Christianity, because the main point I wanted to get to was sexuality and sensuality is such a human basic premise, right? right? Right. But then how insert colonization, colonialism, mm-hmm. white supremacy, etc. how that changed, right? So right. if in the black community in America, 
currently we don't have good education or conversation around sexuality. But if we go back to, you know, other parts of our heritage and ancestry where they didn't wear clothes. Right. That's, right? that's something I just thought about. So yeah. then this insertion of colonialism, imperialism, and now what we say is right is what's right. Mm-hmm. Now we bring people into another country, strip them of all of their identity, mm-hmm. insert rape, insert molestation, et cetera, et cetera, emasculation, separation. Now we find ourselves at a place where for hundreds of years, we don't have healthy conversations about sex. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and especially in the name of being Christ-like, being godly, being holy, we right. really ain't going to talk about it. Oh, no. Now, I always felt it was so interesting growing up in church, how many people would not cuss, for example, mm-hmm. wouldn't use a swear word, but got a baby and don't have a husband. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. I was, and I remember being or have, pretty, or have husbands and have other babies. I used to be pretty right. rebellious and be like, I guess the skirts are easier to come up than the pants. So I mean, because <laughs> we we can't wear skirts, we can't wear pants, but there's a whole lot of unwed mothers in here, mm-hmm. and I'm not shaming anyone who not had a all. baby. I'm just saying there's something wrong here. We making a whole. Doctrine and platform about the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we doing a whole lot of conversation about stuff and not talking about the right stuff. But yeah, in, in our family, we never. I didn't never even talk to my sisters about sex. <laughs> so I found that interesting when you said you talked to your brother and got answers yeah. from them. Now let me ask this: Do you feel like men talk about sex more freely than women do? I think it depends on on the relationship they have with people. So I think so. I'm talking about men to men. Men. Well, when I say men, and I even say that men okay. to men. So I mean, in in the respect of, so I start younger. So like teenagers, teenagers, teenagers are going to talk about the things, the things that happen within that space. Mm-hmm. Men to men, I think. Um, I actually, and this is might sound interesting, but I think that it's kind of on a level playing field. When it comes to men to men versus women to women, I think women to women, if they trust the people and they have a relationship, depending on who they are, probably talk about it just as much as a man. Yeah, that's not been my experience. And the reason I say that is because I've been around different ones that have done it. And and yes, that's not been my experience. It's been my experience that, and from what I gather, experience of other people, that men will more freely talk about, well, let me say the male gender. Whether those boys, teens, adults, they will talk about sex or sex-related things way more than girls do. Mm-hmm. Whether that's because they were sneaking and looking at Playboys or pornography right. or bragging about what they did. Who mm-hmm. even when you watch a good TV show or something like we watching the Teacher, all the locker yeah. room conversation, right. uh, frat house conversation. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying women don't have those types of conversation. It's, I feel, and in my experience, it has been more prevalent that men would do it. Someone asked, asked me a question, who, someone who's married, and um, she was in a Bible study group, and she was asking me if I had a group of friends that we talked about sex 
amongst each other. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, you know, growing up and even the time that we went to college together, I said growing up and when we were would have known each other back in that space. No, I said now. I mean, we definitely have a community of women, sisters, where we talk about mm-hmm. everything, you know, how to get a, a loan from to start up, you know, business loan or grant right. all the way to how to make sure you stretch well before, right. you know, you have relationships. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we talk about a lot of things and it is so wonderful to have a community. Right. And one of the things she was saying, like, I really wish I had that. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about how her and the Bible study group, someone made a reference to let's read this book together around like sex and relationships and they all clutched their pearls like oh sister so-and-so like no and she said i really wish they would read it because i really want us to be able to have these types of conversations and she was you know essentially expressing some jealousy over the fact that that's what what my experience was and so we just talked about how much that impacts the health of a relationship Mm -hmm. the health of a marriage even just to have that conversation with other people whether it's getting tips ideas or you know right, right. um information and whatnot and so i like i said i i've not known a lot of women who can say now i think tv shows like sex in the city or friends mm-hmm. even um living single like in black tv shows that wasn't the same type of conversation right, that they right. would have like that Monica and Rachel and Phoebe had, or right. and I don't even know the characters from Sex and the City, but I mean the show was called Sex and the City, right? Right. <laughs> and I don't know that there's a lot of people in my life that have had that type of experience. I mean, I think I think with men, I think, and this is being, you know, being around different people. I think with with depending on the the nature of the relationship, I think will depend on the type. Of sexual conversation, so so for instance, I think growing up and even even in adulthood, you still hear you hear you hear you'll hear men talk about quote unquote conquest, so to speak, mm-hmm. like oh yeah, I did this, I did this, I did that. Um, I think certain men don't feel comfortable with the, the, the depending on how deep the conversation gets. For instance, so if it's just a ge- generic thing about oh yeah okay yeah they oh yeah, the guys did this and, and and guys are like oh yeah 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 and that's about it i think when it, it becomes to asking like detailed questions like health or right yeah In, informative things healthy regarding sex i think men men often clam up about that agreed and don't usually have but that's that that'll be the conversation killer for that if you want to, if you want to get details of you know of good, bad, ugly, that's when you that's you when when you when I talk about and I'm talking about more like health in a, in a health standpoint. Okay, yeah, that's what I say because I think even just honestly sometimes the way that you said that they talk about things at your job, I'm like y'all was standing there talking about this. But not I'm talking about I'm talking about from a health right, standpoint. That's what I said. I, when you start talking about from a health standpoint, then it goes. I agree. A That's deflate. what I'm saying. I think the conquest or the bragging sometimes is definitely a it's a real thing among among men. I think women are more likely to talk details. Health, <laughs> well, not just details, but health. Like, hey, I, I haven't had my period in seven days. What's that mean? Like, you know, right, or right. what do I need to do to make you know certain things happen? So mm. I think we will talk more fact and 
information, whereas I think guys talk a lot of bragging and whatever. And even just watching, I think the way, and I always say this and I stand by it, I think women are trained and taught about sex way differently than guys are. I was watching, it was a, uh, I was looking for a video clip, but it's an episode of Blackish. Um, we haven't seen it yet, but I saw the clip where Diane and Jack, they're twins, right? Mm-hmm. So Diane had like a crop top hoodie or something, and she took a picture and put it on the gram, and like her little belly button or something was showing. And they had a fit. <laughs> now, Bo trying to be kind of this empowered female mm-hmm. was trying to address it in a way like, hey, you get your body. You know, respect your body. You get to choose. Mm-hmm. Dre is about like to take the door off her room and all this kind of stuff. And at whatever point, Diane says, Jack has a whole picture of his little naked bird chest up and all these little girls, and y'all ain't sending him. And Dre's like, You got a picture? How many likes you got? Like, and it starts kind of like going into this. And even Bo fell into it a little bit, like, Really? How many? She liked the picture too, mm-hmm. and so Diane is like, "Wait a minute! Right, how is right. it that he can have? He can be naked over here on the gram, mm-hmm. and y'all are fine with that? And he's kissing girls and all that. And I got a picture up, right? And and I think that was such a good example, even in 2020 and 2021, where women are not allowed to do certain things that men are allowed to do with no question or no judgment." Mm-hmm. And that has not changed, whether that's because, you know, when I was a 10-year-old, 12-year-old girl to even now, like, if a girl is doing something, she's a hoe. If the boy is doing it, he's celebrated. Not well, I mean, overall has been the case, but I definitely think that, that there's a lot of whole whole dudes now and, and, and that are that that are called out for being a hoe, like yo dude, who's definitely a hoe. Called um, out by who? By his peers, I was about to say like other dudes. Oh yeah, right. now now I, I definitely say not now more now than then because I think and I'm not saying they're still not not still you know like you're like rooting person on because there are still circles of that but there are also more circles like yeah dude you a hoe like like dude come on like like don't like nah well, but tripping. here but let's look at this right how much hoism does he have to do before? People will be like, yo, now that shit is next level. You just win. So, for example, a girl can sleep with, not even sleep, can be dating person A and then date that person's friend. Mm -hmm. Then maybe date another person in the same grade and she's a hoe. Mm -hmm. But for a dude to be called a hoe, he had to have 20 in one night and then y'all be like, oh, you have four? What? You have seven? What? It was three at a time? What? Okay, well, now you just well, you, a hoe. But, like- you know but you know what, though? The diff- I think also there, and I don't know if it's, it's it, it may not, sometimes I think it does apply, I think, with women, too. But I know with men, I know, I know with brothers, some, some other folks, some of the others don't have the same type of code. Whereas, like, you know, you don't. You know, like if if you're if you're dating, let's say I, I'm dating this one one somebody. You you don't usually date if your boy was dating or your brother or your somebody. Usually that's not something that's that that happens. Where maybe in mind of summer. And some not well. Usually it was you, you try to try to you try to steer away, or you at least gave it some time. 
Like, yeah, I mean, I do think there's a bro code, but that's not what we talk. No, about. No, but what I'm saying is, I know, I know of people where they were, they dated, they dated the brother, they dated the cousin, they dated the best friend, and it was like, though, dude, that's not, that's not okay. Right. And it was like, oh yeah, you're a hoe. And I, I, that's I have what, called my best friends. But look at who, that though. Are how many like people? That. How many people did they have to run through before they got the title hoe? For you me, said they brother, ran, they best no, friend, I, I ran through. I, 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 my boy. I remember when we were growing up. He ran through three back. I was like, dude, you a hoe. I didn't even t- at the at the third. I was like, dude, really? Because it was like, okay, first one maybe didn't work out. Okay, but why you? Then I question, like, dude, why you messing with the second one? And they're 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 like close with, with the one you just with. And then when you got the third, like, dude, come on now. So that so it only took three for me. Now whatever it takes for the rest of them, that's on them. But I think a lot of it also had to do with the connections of the people too. Right, and that's my point though. I think women can do something one time because even when you say connections, one of the things I hear in that is like ethics morals you don't mm-hmm. date in the same pool but if he had been with like three separate non-connected groups of women he probably wouldn't have been labeled a hoe probably not you're right so in that respect probably not but i mean i think that that connection made it make does make a difference i agree and, and, and i think with women though because even if a woman is date if a woman dates Three dudes from three different sectors. Mm-hmm. That's a lot different than dating date three close knit guys. No, I don't. Think I think I, my, what I'm saying is it's that is equivalent to what I was saying as far as the man dating the three close knit, the three close knit guys that she's dating, and the three close knit dudes. That's equivalent to me. Right, but what I'm saying is a girl can have three different relationships, maybe not even connected, mm-hmm. and be considered a whole way before the guy connected or not. Will be considered a no. I, I I don't disagree with that. That's what I'm saying. That's usually how how, how it's really per, portrayed. Which I think kind of lends us into something else that we will have to tee up for the next conversation is, you know, this idea of women's liberation and um, freedom from some of the stereotypes and labels, right? Mm-hmm. So I I don't remember. Who's singing? I'm not about to lose another bet. <laughs> but <laughs> I think it was Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Oh, I probably they had the WAP song last year. Like I sound old now. Talking about death. Yeah. Listen, I don't. I don't know. But like that either, one so. song, that yeah. song called. Uh, I, I guess that's but, what it is. But my but. point though was when they had that when that song came out and that it sparked a lot of conversation about things that are not discussed. Once mm. again, things that are done. Right. But things that are not discussed. And that song brought it into mainstream conversation. Mm-hmm. It brought it into mainstream radio. It brought it into, you know, I, I don't like to talk about things being called out. It called it into the conversation mm-hmm. because people actually, because I remember having to actually just text somebody like, what is all this WAP stuff? I mm-hmm. keep hearing about it. You know, somebody was like, I don't know. Let me look it up. And right. here's the funny part. I called one of my sister girl circle. Right, mm-hmm. somebody in my circle is gonna know because mm-hmm. we we have these levels of conversations. So I think at the end of the day, you know, sex and relationships, and and we hear all the time about how sex is 
part of the problems that people have in their relationship mm-hmm. or when sex is a problem it becomes a problem a bigger problem in the relationship and the fact that we don't talk about it the fact that we don't teach people about it the fact that we don't even train children correctly for their pending relationships mm-hmm. about it is so interesting to me because it's such a huge part of our humanity right it's such a huge part of our lives our relationships and it's such a small subject or it gets so much so little airtime right especially in places that should be teaching right yeah. So we often talk about how most of our learning about sex came from watching HBO or Cinemax. Mm-hmm. And this was not at the days of Cinemax like it is now or HBO or Showtime as a streaming channel. Like where you had to sneak right. late at night and see what might two be o'clock on. The, two o'clock in the morning. You know, yeah. and that reality <laughs> that those places were our teachers instead mm-hmm. of people who had truth, people who had a healthy understanding of sexuality mm-hmm. and a healthy balance of faith and spirituality teaching that but that was not something that we experienced yeah and and I don't think that that was the experience of a lot of people at least from what I've heard and it, it encountered so then we wonder why people have these relationship problems mm-hmm. when they never had good education that's like saying well no wonder you don't drive good you didn't take driver's ed right or no one ever told you how to drive drive. Mm -hmm. no wonder you having that problem in your relationship when no one ever really taught you about or whatever lessons you had were connected to abuse and misuse and coercion and force somebody else's trauma right and now it has impacted your ability to have healthy expression of sexuality within your relationship yeah so, um, we had our 30 minute mark. So, we'll wrap up for part up. one. <laughs> We're going to pick right back people? up. What would you, um, what's your last words for this? I'm not going to give them last word, any last words. I'm going to tell them. Just listen, just listen to the next one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to pick up right where we left off on this one. And it was Salt and Pepper who said, let's talk about sex. That's right. So, here my last, <laughs> my last words for that is. Go listen to that song. Listen to the lyrics because one of the parts that always stands out in my mind is let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and and me. me. Let's talk about all All the the good good things things and and the bad things things that made me. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about sex. Mm -hmm. And so I think we had to really think about like it's it's a part of our makeup. It's a part of our life. It's God-ordained and all those different things. And Satan's job... I heard it said that the word Satan means literally to twist. Mm-hmm. And so whether that's actually true or not, I don't know, but I like the concept. But Satan twists the things that God always had in mind. And so if we're walking around talking about the bad things only, well, why did it get bad? How did it get bad? Right. That sends me back to the garden. We, we have to be out here. I say that for part two. Yeah. Yep, so, nice. <laughs> in between now and the next episode, go check out them lyrics to Salt and Pepper. Salt and Pepper. Not TLC. <laughs> on, <laughs> let's talk about sex. <laughs> and we'll catch y'all on the next episode. Bye.